Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. This episode is the result of a great partnership between Impact Boom and Social Ventures, with Social Ventures Director Annika Horn kindly providing the following interview. Nilima Ashram from the Female Founders Lab. It is so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks so much, Annika. It's wonderful to be here. You started Female Founders Lab in 2019. Tell us a little bit more about what Female Founders Lab is, how long has it been operational, who is it for, and what can founders expect when they join? So the Female Founders Lab is a completely virtual um, acceleration ecosystem. And so um, the Goddess Accelerator is um, has two programs. The Goddess Accelerator is the accelerator inside the, the Female Founders Lab. And we have two programs. One is for idea stage founders. And so that's if you just have an idea and you want to be able to go through from your vision all the way to like what's the value you're providing to your customer and then actually launching your offering to your customer and monetizing it. So that process going from vision to value to what I call method, what is your actual offering product or service, that process can take a founder years, to be honest, to actually nail that product market fit and actually create something um, that's going to turn into a venture. So that's a six-week program where actually where you end up um, launching an offering at the end of that course. And then my other major program is Pitch Lab. Um, and that's for, uh, so sorry, the first one was called Idea Lab. The second one is Pitch Lab. And so that's for founders who are ready to raise capital. Um, and that's the, that's a program that's kind of like my flagship program that I'm the most excited about because I've aggregated some amazing leaders from industry. Um, so food systems, healthcare, education, um, urban, you know, systems, so many different industries and also found female founders who have raised millions in capital. And so you get to learn from the best. And you get a lot of just like one-on-one -on -one deep coaching with me. And so my goal is that anyone that goes through Pitch Lab should raise capital within a few months after graduating. Because that's the standard that I'm holding myself to with that. And um, in, the, in the larger vein of things, it's so powerful because um, we're creating a network of, of people who have a unified vision towards um, how to shift these industries. And... Um, that power in that network is is unbelievable as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much. What are some of the characteristics that are really unique about that community? What have you seen in the founders that stands apart from either a more male-centered founder group or those who don't bring the, bring the social or environmental mission? Yeah, that's a really awesome question. 
I think the word that's coming to mind right now, the two words that are coming through right now are authenticity and vulnerability. You can tell when someone is speaking from their heart and when they're putting on a mask and playing the role that they think they're supposed to be playing. And those founders whose ideas are so important to them that they're willing to risk everything to go off and, and change the world, that, that's bravery. That's some deep courage right there. And that's the vulnerability to be seen and heard in your unique gifts and your wisdom and your true capabilities, the bigness yeah. of your capabilities and what you're here to do on earth. So that really comes through. Like even if you just talk to someone for five minutes, um, you can tell if that person ha is, is operating from that place of courage and vulnerability or if they're still remaining small and, and doing something that doesn't have that much impact or like maybe isn't their core, core purpose. Yeah. Where do you see those founders struggle the most and, and how might we help them overcome that challenge? Right. I think that, um, frankly, I don't think that the investor and the startup ecosystem was built um, to house those kind of founders. Mm -hmm. um, it's become a rat race of a game. There's a lot of different rules that have popped up um, and everyone's kind of playing the same game. And these sort of founders, they have, they have a perspective and a vision that's far beyond anything that um, most of the people in the industry are even aware of. And oftentimes these founders don't even realize that they're holding much bigger perspectives um, than, than what's apparent in the ecosystem. And the way that we've been raised in society is like we go to school and we look up to someone and we try to get good grades and we try to get validation from others. Um, so we always have a teacher. We always have someone who's giving us a grade. And um, especially for like women, you know, we try to like, you know, be nice, like, you know, try to get, get validation from others. Um, feel, I mean, we want to feel received. We want to feel like we did a good job. Um, And the major thing that, that I think has to happen for purpose-driven founders is realizing that we're the leaders of the new world, the new economy, something that hasn't been created yet. And um, the less importance we can give to the people who we think of as role models or figureheads or, or leaders, um, and the more importance we can give to ourselves as leaders, um, we'll, our work will really be able to shine through and, and create the the revenue and the impact that it deserves. Why are you so passionate about doing this work? What drives you? I just, I honestly feel like in my life, it's like every experience I have had until that moment in time has prepared me for the next thing that I'm doing. And that's what I feel like with the Female Founders Lab. It's like I followed the masculine kind of like overworking, like, trying to follow the process like paradigm and it just it didn't work for me and thinking back like if I had created like a b2c software product to teach sex ed I would have compromised so much of my vision and actually being able to create that change in students 
in the classroom in a group setting in that really holistic way that I created impact, it would have all gotten compromised. It could if you know, if I followed like a cookie cutter business model, like software or like an online course or something that's like easily packageable and scalable, um, but I chose not to. And I'm just so grateful that I had the tenacity and the foresight to listen to myself rather than compromising on my vision. And like, it's so important for like the founders I work with to actually fulfill their visions as well. And I, I just think that I can play, a, uh, because I've been through it, I can play a unique role in, um, in helping founders rediscover that in themselves. What resources or books do you recommend to emerging female social entrepreneurs or ecosystem builders for social change? What is your, what is your Bible? What is your go-to? It could be one, it could be several. Yeah. So, um, well, so first, selfishly, I have started video series like giving um, entrepreneur guidance and tips and, and also inspiration and kind of setting that bigger stage of what's happening in our industries and how you might be playing a role in it. So I would always direct you first to uh, the Goddess blog, which is on my website, which is thefemalefounderslab.com um, or you know, any of my social media um, outlets. And then beyond that, like beyond me, um, Next Billion is a wonderful resource and I wrote for them for many years and they've, they've been around for um, enough time where they, they kind of have like a holistic view of what's happening all around the world in social entrepreneurship. Neelima, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to talk to you and I can't wait to learn more about what lies ahead for you. Thank you so much, Annika, and I hope that people found value from this interview. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people, and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below, and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page, and Twitter.